0: This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company Bert and Dave's Big Break by Oliver Ford.
1: Wonder if I wonder what it was I was fighting for. I could be a film star if I had the voice and I could remember what the teachers told me when I was a teenager. Trying to look cool So come on, get along Everyone is here where they belong And I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to me So come on, take my hat I wanna let you in on a of hat And I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to me
0: You, Bert, or you two boys, you really will do anything, won't you? And it really is to your credit. Honestly, we couldn't do it without you. First, you had Elvis, then, you had the Beatles, then, you had Led Zepp and the Smiths, the Stone Roses, and now, you two. Now, get yourself a tea and relax. It's a double night, double bubble so one of you will be needed again within the next half an hour. Thank you.
2: Patronising cow. All right, Bert, how was that? Oh, the usual. I take no notice now. Extraordinary, really, the whole thing. I never knew one's testicles could become so immune. So no chance of a sprog, then? My dear chap, there was no chance of having a sprog long before I came in here. A banana and two plums have more chance of knocking out a chav than me. Tea? Tea? No, I'll wait for the scotch. We might have to wait a while. They may make us do something really rotten to get some ice. A shabby trick, that. Yeah, I had to stick a pencil right at my fund months some milk in my tea the other day. Bloody degrading, I can tell you. Who wanted you to do that? Radio Times? No, TV Quick. Well, They're normally quite gentle, I've found. Not with me, they wasn't. Had the old farmers cleared up? What, the old Farmer Giles? Yeah. Yeah, thank God. Good job you didn't let on that you had those piles, otherwise they would have come up with something really disgusting for you. Yeah, I know. Mind you, having said that, I might have got some cigars for me trouble.
0: Right, boys, get yourself ready. EastEnders is on and we have another task just after, before Holby City. It looks as though it is Bert that is in the lead, but it can all change, so both of you get warmed up. Thank you.
2: Oh, dear. I'm sorry, me old mate. Don't be good, sir. Just the way it goes. You're obviously much more popular than me, and you're getting rewarded for it. Oh, I do hope the next thing I do doesn't involve the old testicles again, though. Yeah, and I hope the next thing I do doesn't involve the old deaf and dumb. What is it for dinner tonight, then? Well, if the one that has to do it completes it, we get a big mackmill each. And if they don't, we get a carrot. But this time, we don't have to wrestle it from the horse's mouth, which is good of them. Hmm. Big Mac or carrot. That's a tough one, really. I suppose the Big Mac is hot. Yeah. We can have your gherkin. Certainly can, Mato. Ta. You can have a barbecue sauce. Oh, <laughs> you're OK. I really do have a problem with barbecue sauce. Rather like salad cream. I don't know what horrid crime one must commit to warrant one's dinner being raped all over with salad cream. Oh, I like salad cream. Oh, that's mine. Well, well. Eighteen million people just watched me then. The highest yet. And our Facebook page has 500,000 friends. I'm not even on Facebook. You are now, mate Half a million friends? Yep. What a load of old cobblers. Half a million friends. Half a million friends? Piss off, half a million friends. I always said Facebook accounts should be called emeroids. Why? Because before long, every arse I would have one. Charming. And we have more followers than Stephen Fry on Twitter. Oh, is that good? Well... Having more friends than Stephen Fry on Twitter? Yes, of course. Why? He's the Twitter king. What does that mean? It means that we have the most followers. Over two million people following us on this setup here, even though it's the channel that updates it. I don't update it and you don't. You don't even know what it is. What's the point of Twitter, anyway? I've heard people going on about it. Well, it lets people know what you think and what you're doing. I read yesterday on mine that Peter Jones of Dragon's Den had the family round and roast chicken for dinner, and he felt very lucky. Who the fuck cares about that? All plenty of people. Well, do you, then? What? What, care that Peter Jones has his family round and roast chicken for dinner? Well... Well, do you? Well, when you come to it... No, I suppose I don't. A load of old bollocks. Like me a minute ago. A load of old bollocks. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, God. Do you remember when, if someone wanted to talk to you, you went round that air gaff or to the pub... Nowadays, you don't have to talk to no-one. Just let everyone know what you think on poxy Twitter. I hate it. it gets on me tits. I was born a hundred years too late, I was, mate. I saw what you mean, Mato. Technology's rather past me by, too. No, it hasn't. You seem to know all about it. I know of it. In the same way, I know of the rings of Saturn. I know that they're there, but I cannot claim to be an expert on the subject. Yeah, but you know what Peter Jones and his family have on a Sunday. Ah, yes, and that he feels very lucky. Well, if I was an eight-foot, gormless-looking, smug knob that ended up with a trillion pounds, I'd feel bloody lucky. Just having roast chicken in the oven would make me feel lucky. EastEnders must be in full swing by now.
0: EastEnders is in full swing, chaps. The next task will take place afterwards, and I can tell you now that it is 50-50 at the moor. A very tight run thing, so you will both have to get ready as we go live as soon as the credits finish. I'll put the last 75 seconds of the show over the loudspeakers so you will know when to be ready. I can tell you now that if you complete the task, then it is Big Macs all round with fries and barbecue sauce and a little treat, five cans of kestrel each.
2: Brew! Hang on.
0: However, to get these beers, you will have to allow us to film you drinking the last one completely naked in a bath full of Christopher Biggins is sick for a little DVD extra. Do you agree to this?
2: Yep. Really? Yeah, of course. The things we've had to do in here before make having a bath in the sick of Christopher Biggins feel like Christmas morning. And I want a beer.
0: So, Dave, you are in... But I suppose so. Excellent. Just relax, and I will speak to you later.
2: I've worked with Biggins before. Oh, yeah? Panto in Hull. Cinderella. It was you, Baronada? Yeah. Who was he? One of the ugly sisters? Yeah. With Russell Grant as the other one. 1982. Mm, The year Prince William was born. How do you know that? He was born on my 20th birthday. Really? How strange. Why is it strange? Because he's royalty and you aren't. And that's strange, is it? Well, um, do you know what? W- what? This conversation has made me look forward to sitting in a bar full of sick... The girl I love is up in the gallery The girl I love is looking down at me There she is, watching me Waving of her handkerchief just like a robin that lives in the tree. As the missus text you do this week? No. You're not worried, are you? Of course I'm worried. I'm bloody terrified. I knew coming in here would be the end, and I've been proved bloody well right. God, what a fool. You don't know that. Mateo, I don't need a weatherman to tell me when it's peeing down. Same thing happened to my father... Poor old Blighter went to war in 39 and came back in 45 to find my mother and me shacked up with some shady character that sold nylons to the ladies at the bingo hall. Lenny Toomey, the rogue. He brought you up then, did he, this Lenny Toomey? No, mate, he certainly didn't. He made it quite clear to mother that I was not a welcome addition to their new life, so I was tolerated until father came back and then handed back to him. Jeez. What happened to your mother and this git? They went to America. She died in mysterious circumstances six months later. Bloody yell. It's a fairy story, Bert. Yeah, without the talking animals, fairies and the happy ending. My father's 102 now. Still fit and living on his own in Windsor. I took him to the Cenotaph last November and we've both been to Normandy and seen the beach that he took part in D-Day on. Different world to now, mate. Very different.
0: Hello boys! It's still neck and neck, but Mr Biggins is kindly now going through his 19th bowl of trifle made by Jamie Oliver so that he can produce plenty of sick for you to sit in and enjoy your lager. The show is more popular than ever. 18 million people watched Bertie have his testicle squeezed by Hulk Hogan tonight. Our highest rating yet! You obviously don't know, but it is huge out there. You've both been on the cover of Heat, more an attitude. The son of our John McKinnock on the case every day, and Nick Clegg jokingly said that tonight he was going to leave a party at Buckingham Palace early to watch you both drink lager and sick if it happened. I can confirm that East Enders is halfway, so I will give you a few minutes and then get the one ready for the challenge. Thanks once again, boys. You are marvellous.
2: Funny, isn't it? been desperate for a bit of exposure for years now, and suddenly I'm told I'm on the front page of The Sun. I've learnt Shakespeare and Ibsen and trekked for miles up and down the country on crappy little tours, and then when I think it's all coming to an end, somebody squeezes the old Jacobs and 18 million people watch it. I say... Eighteen million people. Still not as much who tuned in to watch Den till Angie wanted a divorce. I remember that Christmas. eighty six it was. I was with this bird called Tricia. She was a punk. Had all the spikes and everything. I reckon you could pick up Radio four on her hair. She looks a bit like Debbie Harry, and liked to drink. Then I saw her about a year later, looked more like Dirty Harry. I'll tell you what, mate, she knew her onions, you know what I mean. What happened to her then? Well, a few months later, she wanted me to get a bit serious. You know, wanted me to have a family, stuff like that. Didn't you fancy that, then? Not then, I didn't. I wanted to concentrate on the band. Didn't want no distractions. So I gave her the old Evo. I remember the old man bollocking the life out of me for it. She's the best thing that could have happened to you. You never meet another bird like that in a hurry. Oh, that sort of crap. Do you think she was the one that got away? Funny how things work out, it? I'll tell you what as well. I lay back sometimes, and I think back to what the old man used to say, and how I used to rap with him. And do you know what? Every time I think about his advice or his lectures and what he said, I think to myself, he was right, the old bastard. Everything he tried to tell me, he was right. And I only realised it when he died. God knows he'd make of this. You don't think he'd like it? I'd leave it out, Bert. He had a bit of pride. No matter how skint or desperate he got, he wouldn't let these fuckers make him look stupid. Not like me. Bloody ridiculous, really. If he's looking down now, and I don't think he is, but just say he is, then he'd be calling me every name under the sun. And if he saw those bastards sticking that pencil at me, oh, I dread to think. So you don't think he's looking down, then? Don't think there's life after death, then? No, I don't. And I'll tell you why. Why? I'm here in this shit heap. No God in their right mind would come up with entertainment like this. It's diabolical. Sell on earth? Oh, come along now, Mato. It's not that bad. Just a minor inconvenience. It's not Afghanistan or Iraq or the Holocaust or Hillsborough. Oh, or... All right, all right. I'll get you just mate. And we are getting well paid. Not that well paid. More money than I've ever had before, dear boy. Might be able to scrape myself out of the financial hole I've got myself into with this little bit of cash. Yeah. Do you know where I'm going as soon as I get out of here? Where? I'm going to the Ivy. You're not. I am. And I'm going to have a steak. Bloody hell. And a bottle of red and cheese and shit like that. You deserve it, mate. Well, you can come and all if you like. Really? Yeah, we'll both go to the ivy. And have a steak. And wine. Marvellous. And we won't have to ride around in a tub of sick for it. Yeah, we'll have our knackers pulled around like a lump of Play-Doh. Or use our backsides as some sort of pencil sharpener. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like Burlington Bertie. <laughs> I'm Burlington Bertie. I rise at 10.30 we'll and sort along like a toff. I walk down the strand with me gloves in
1: me and then I I walk walk down again with them off.
2: (laughs) How does the rest of it go? (laughs) I'm afraid I've forgotten, old bean. I'll tell you how I know about the ivy. How? You promise you won't laugh? Hand on, hand My guilty pleasure every Thursday is Heat Magazine. Don't follow. I love Heat Magazine. Good Lord. Well, no, not all of it. I only really like the bit that tells you where the celebrities have been spotted. Like, for instance, it'll say, Spotted David Williams cruising down Tottenham Court Road looking irritated with his mobile. Or Mel C falling out the Slug and Lettuce looking the worse of wear with a young skinhead female companion. That kind of thing. Why do you like that? Well, I've always wanted them to say, Spotted Dave looking very pleased with himself wandering down the old Kent Road. Or Spotted Dave and mystery 22 year old blonde that we will rock you. That sort of thing. Why? I don't know, really. Just be nice if someone gave a shit. They might, after this. Yeah. Spotted Burke that sat in a bathless sick for a beer, slitting wrist at Deptford train station. You might get the much-coveted torso of the week. Tosser of the week, more like. Uh, never mind. Kit, What's the matter? I've just remembered what I've got tomorrow. What? A challenge set by CBBC. Oh, dear. I've not had that one yet. I have. Yeah, I remember. Very unpleasant. You couldn't walk for the rest of the day, could you? The rest of the week, mate. Oh, Oh, God. They might be gentle with you, though, sir. No, they won't. Horrible little buggers. They're the worst of these challenges, the kids. Oh, no, mate. Pensioners. They're the worst. I had the Mecca bingo hall in Eltham set me a challenge. There wasn't one of them under 65, and out of the 72, only two men. And the things they had me do. Black and blue I was. I've forgotten. What was it there? do you do? I had to continually punch myself in the head with a fork while sucking a battery. Fifteen and a half million people watched me do that between watchdog and asshole. And What was your treat? Gordon Ramsay sent me a cottage pie. Nice. No, found a great big hair in it, and it had the white bit at the end. Yeah, you'll turn it in. What? Said so turn it in, fella. What do you mean? You're making me feel bleeding sick. Mm. Well, that's rich, the twaddle you come out with. Eh, hey? pardon? What did you say? Nothing. Well, I ain't Matt and Jeff, and I ain't C. No, and I heard you say something. So, come on, Colonel Crust, what did you say? I merely said that your choice of phrase isn't always delightful either. No. No. Who do you think you are? Someone that is coming to the end of his tether having to share this shithole with a Neanderthal like you. Who do you think you're talking to? You. Oh, yeah. Coming on a bit strong, aren't you, Rocky? Do you know you have a really rotten way with you? Oh, yeah. Yes.
1: A really rotten way. Don't
2: you take the piss out of me. Oh, shut up, Grandad, before you cop an unfortunate one. I'm not that much older than you. No. No. Well, you could have fooled me. God, it's doing my nutting here being with a silly old duffer like you. That bloody stupid accent, that sodding guitar... Honestly, having your bollocks squeezed by some WWF wrestler is child's play compared to sitting here talking to you. Oh, well, I suppose you think sitting here with some washed up bitter ex punk is a walk in the park. Well, you know what? You're pathetic! There's been times when I've been inches away from clumping you. Well, come on then! You wouldn't be saying that if I was younger and bigger, would you, eh? The one suspects you would say it if there was a woman in that room. Oh, just fuck off. I wish I could! Sorry about that. Me too. I was out of order. As was I. I just feel a bit tense. Understandable. I like you playing the old axe. I don't know why I said that I didn't quite cheers me up, it does. The axe? Yeah, the guitar. Uh, Ah, I see. Yeah, well, just a hobby. I can't claim to be a professional like you. Yeah, that'll be right. Professional. Not long now, what? Till Eastenders is finished. No, is Barbara Streisand still in that? I don't think so, Mato. Doesn't sound like her bag to me. No, she didn't mind getting her knockers out and carry on camping, though. I think you mean Barbara Windsor, Mato. Yeah, that's the one. Wasn't in it when I was in it. You were in Eastenders. Yes, yes, in 1990. I was the judge that sent young Nick Cotton down for trying to kill his mother, dear Dot. Ah, that's June Brown, isn't it? Correct. Right go of that, June Brown. Eh? Oh, yes. She, as you would say, knows her onions. Ask any of the crew on Enders that. Blimey. You never did with Dotcom, did you?
0: Not long now, boys. East Enders will be over shortly, and it is still 50-50. But I can tell you, a staggering two million people have voted. Isn't that fantastic? Outside Television Centre, we have Tony Blair and Duncan Banatine about to be interviewed by Vernon Kay. Blair is rooting for Dave and Duncan rooting for Bert. Exciting times. Please get your makeup on. Speak soon.
2: Tony Blair, you can stick that up his shoot. Duncan Bannatine, eh? My friend served him once in a Nando's. I like Nando's, I do. I would feel a bit ancient in there. Can't get to grips with being seated and then having to go up an order and having to gather my own cutlery and whatnot. Don't worry, mate. You won't have to get your own gear in the ivy. I should think not, mateo. Ah, uh, get a bit of respect in there, I tell you. Bit of respect. Bloody hell, look at that. Blimey. Are you desperate for a drink? No, no, it's nerves. Nerves? Must be a bit nervous about what we are about to do. I thought we didn't affect you anymore. Ah oh, yes. But you still get the odd twang, don't you? Even when you've been on tour for six months, you still get the odd twang before you walk on the stage. Shows you care. What, do you care about this? Must be the old actor instinct, I suppose, because I don't care about this at all anymore. But I still get the thrill of being in front of an audience, no matter what I'm doing. The thrill of the stage, eh? Nothing like it. This ain't a the theatre, though, is it? The fucking Victorian freak show this is, mate. Or that film with Russell Crowe. A Beautiful Mind? No, but not A Beautiful Mind. I was thinking more of Gladiator. Oh, I love that. My favourite was Jet. No, not that, you daft old git. Although she is a fair sort, I must admit. No, I mean the film where he plays the gladiator in. The one where they get thrown to the lions for people to whoop and cheer at. And that's what this is like, mate. Nothing more than that on a mass scale. Might look back on it with a bit of fondness when it's all over... A you don't know what you've got till it's gone, scenario. No, I won't. How do you know? Because I've had that many times in my life, and believe me, this won't even touch it. I'll tell you what I'm worried about. What? That one of these sodding tasks will end up with one of us getting done in. What do you mean? End up with one of us getting killed. I bet that would beat Den and Angina ratings. Oh don't be so silly. That's the way it's going, isn't it? Once like you watch someone stab themselves in the head with a fork or watch their nadges being used as a stress ball for ten minutes, where else is there left to go? Don't worry, sunshine. I won't mind if it's me. Do you really think that this is the way it will end up? Guaranteed. Then, my dear boy, I think it's only fair it is me that is for the chop. You're younger than me. You've got far more to give. No, I'm not. You are younger. Yeah, but I don't feel it. Anyway, you've got your old man to think about. I have got no one. No one will give a monk as if I buggered off. And I don't blame them. So if you're listening, you Welsh cow, I want it to be me. Understood? I know that's what you're thinking. So hear me now. I want it to be me. Oh, come along now. She can't hear you. You know that. Anyway, stop being so damn dramatic. For a minute there, I felt I was sharing a room with King Lear. It's not life and death in here, mate. Just a bit of useless entertainment for the masses.
0: (laughs) My boys are on fire. Hello. I hope you've both got your makeup on because it is so close. It's going to be the pair of you tonight. A first not just for this season, but the show as a whole. We have another five minutes of EastEnders and then it's showtime. I tell you, I'm as much a fan of this show as anybody. This is without doubt the most successful we have ever been. And it is down to you, in a way. You and the great British public. The task tonight is going to be as follows you're going to have a fight, a full on fight, until one of you is unconscious. We have set up the Queen Vic outside the house for you to step into. On the command of our celebrity ref, Alan Carr. You will fight with all manner of cute objects such as knuckle dusters and knives and bottles and we are going to have a right royal punch-up, like the olden days. It might bring back memories to the viewers of the good old days of Den and Ange. When the fight is over and one of you is out for the count, you will be brought back here and given you a big max. So, go forth, my brave soldiers. We will pick you up in five.
2: She needs a good Donald Duck in that one, doesn't she? Well, here we go then. I don't fancy my chances much against a knuckle duster. I wouldn't fancy your chances against a feather duster. Oh, well, me old mate. Made a best man win, as they say. Here, yeah, yeah. here. Here we go. And then when we go to sleep tonight, we can lay down and say, had a lovely day. Got spoken to like a cunt, acted like a cunt, and fought like a cunt. I was never much good at punch-ups. I'm not very good at very much at all, Mato. And I think the thing that I'm particularly bad at is fighting.
0: Yeah.
2: This is going to look like two old tarts there in the pub having a scrape. Oh, I doubt it'll look as ferocious as that. (sighs) Here we are. Let's get on with it. Remember, I want you, gherkin. Absolutely.
0: Right, boys. The last ten seconds of EastEnders will start when I have finished talking. And then it's the off. You have been remarkable. Now, no more praise. Otherwise, you'll start to get big heads. Thank you.
2: Good luck, old timer. Good luck, dear boy.
1: Here where they belong, and I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to me. So come on, take my hand. I want to let you in on a plan of that, and I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to
0: me. You have been listening to. Bert and Dave's Big Break by Oliver Ford, with Nick Lucas as Bert, Terry Wade as Dave, and Emma-Jane Goodwin as the announcer. Produced by Marielle Raneka temple and directed by Oliver Ford. Recording took place at Borough Studios and was engineered by Carlos Siccarelli. Editing and post-production by Neil McIntyre. Visit wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio theatre downloads. Thank you!
1: So come on, get along Everyone is here where they belong And I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to me So come on, take my hat, Cos I wanna let you in on. I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to me. So come on, get along. Everyone is here where they belong. I'm gonna make a mess of what you said to me.